got the right stings there, mate. So, I, don't want, well, I don't want you to be playing any of preparations, everything. And as you can see, <laughs> see, I should I ever done that, or did you just? Do well, that I feel like reflex you, action. You know what I'm really impressed? Whenever you put that back to normal, you always put it back to my tech guide stings. I've never ever turned that on, and it's had the two black stings there. Thank you for Very noticing. Considerate of you. However, I can't take credit for something I don't do. All right. When you power down, oh, the it device, goes back to number it goes one. Back to number one. Righto. Well. <laughs> I'll take that back then. Uh, you <laughs> accepted that under false pretenses. Yeah, no, I accepted and then <laughs> corrected. Well, so I had record. a very high opinion of you, but now it's, <laughs> uh, uh, that was it wasn't necessary because it just doesn't. That was the thing that was holding me above the line, and yes. now I'm just. <laughs> For those people wondering what the hell we're talking about, we, we use the Roadcaster. Shout out to our mates at Road. The Roadcaster has a screen where it allows you know the music we play between our segments. There is uh, there's some screens that you can now customize. And I, because I use this for Tech Guide as well as for the two blokes when Trevor's here, uh, we have to change screens so that the, the pads re- correspond to the right show. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you've got uh, Tech Guide. I've got two got pages of Tech Guide stings. How many oh, have we got? Only just one. <laughs> I've got two pages. <laughs> I'm oh, so good. <laughs> I mean. Is that the voice you put on at school, mate? When the, I did you trying to tease someone, were you? The other day I was... um. Did the six PR with Simon and I can't remember what it was, but I did a voice and oh. he goes, "Whose voice is that?" I went, "It's my wife." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Mate, it's pretty yeah. safe. She's not listening to this podcast." Spe- or six speaking PR of which, I, I, someone mentioned, uh, I think it was me. I was well, my wife. Oh, geez, no, no, my wife. No, my wife mentioned something. Saying, oh, someone was saying that you mentioned me on the podcast. I said, "I mentioned you all the time on the podcast." She goes, "Do you? What are you talking about?" I said, "Well, it's lots of things." How would you, she know? You're going to have to listen. Well, hang on. How did she find out? No, I think someone said something to her. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, hang on. So there's a spy in the ranks. No, no. Someone just said, oh, I like your husband's podcast. and uh, the, 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 He does me the Trevor. And, Listen, and then for the record, the, the wife, she has, oh, dear he, listener, yeah. this, this is a club. What happens to us stays yeah, on to us. Okay? Don't go snitching. No, but I said, look, I've said nothing bad. I said, I always I always praise you. I it's, said, it's 95% praise. It's, look, uh, it's like uh, Gary McGregor from Samsung. You know, yeah. it's all well and good, Gary, to say that you listen. Yes. But, no, he you listens. know. He listens. Oh, no. So what? a couple of yeah. weeks ago after we had that briefing <laughs> with him, we said that on in, on the show. We said that Nathan just feeds him all yes. the info. Yeah. And he texted me. He said, listen, just so you know, I do he listen. He does listen. <laughs> so, uh, good yeah. man, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get uh, cracking with episode 452. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo. Trevor Long uh, with you here in Stephen Fennec's uh, home theatre, the Tech Guide Theatre, where we uh, we do every second show, basically, because we, yeah. we've gotten to a very good habit of rotating yes, we uh, do. between when Stephen pulls out his passport port and, and when I don't complain about such a thing because yeah. it's just travel is, to it's me. It's the same distance from my place to your place this is the, and your yeah. place to my and place. And this is the most yeah. travel we're going to do in 2020, That's so right. maybe yeah. you should be, be liking thankful, it. Yeah, be thankful, yeah. I am should, actually. Should I am. we ring Alan Joyce and see if we can get yeah. rack up some frequent fly points <laughs> yeah, for you every oh, time mate, you come to my I'd joint? Be, I'd be triple platinum <laughs> by now. <laughs> uh, strap in, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for episode 452 because I, I have a feeling um, this, yeah. this is going to be an interesting one. we some solid opinions in this show. We have to start with the ACCC media Facebook drama. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Google releasing this open letter on the Google homepage at YouTube, like literally pop-up messages about how this new um, regulation would impact the way they operate 
how search works and all these things. Sharing Basically yeah. drumming up uh, support for them in the hope to, that more submissions would go to the ACCC because the yeah. submission guidelines closed last Friday for the ACCC's draft regulations around the media. Yeah, they're, now, they're now finished. <laughs> That's right. So, And what we're talking about, for those quickly on background, um, the ACCC spent 18 months investigating the market dominance of Facebook and Google and how they essentially make billions of dollars out of advertising somewhat off the back of content yeah. that media companies produce and is that an imbalance that therefore um, should require them to pay some money to media companies to balance out the books. Yep. And those uh, that draft code went up. YouTube took a little while, but they put it up. But what's fascinating to me is that after the submissions closed, Facebook broke their silence and came out um, in a press release to We the Australian Media pointing to a blog post from their Australian boss. But at that exact same time in the United States, uh, um, a bunch of interviews that the American boss of Facebook News had done with American news organisations went live as well. So this was a strategic plan from Facebook. And it said, in simple terms, if this regulation goes through, we will no longer allow the sharing of news both domestically and internationally on Facebook Australia's In news Australia, feed. yeah. So every Australian user, 11 or 12 million of them, whatever there are, can, will be no longer able to share news on Facebook. And if they do, uh, they'll, they'll, I don't know how they're going to police this or it'll just bounce back, it won't work. So, so what and and what what they updated how, how their do terms you know what's a new site? They updated well. their terms and conditions just minutes later, saying you know our terms and conditions as of October one say that we can essentially vet content, yeah. um, and you can assume that they're going to have uh, like a whitelist of, of domains, blacklist, whitelist where you know smh.com.au, dailytelegraph, yeah, they're all in there. So if you're yeah. sharing articles from those domains, um, they won't be shareable. Okay. Now, there's a few <sighs> ways to into this though. There's a few ways into this. Well, first of all, I think that. Um, A C's intention, their, their intentions are good. The C is trying to go into bat for news media companies because what what's the stat? Seventy percent of digital advertising is either Facebook or Google, yeah. which is that's you can call that a mono- monopoly, right? So A C's stance is that if they're, they're making that money off the sweat of Australian newsrooms, let's say partially, so. Their intention is, okay, well, you're making all this money off the back of their hard work. They deserve some compensation. That kind of boils it down to the simplest terms. The reaction that I saw from this was immediate horror, thinking, oh, well, what's this? Well, this is like censorship. We can't share news. We yep. can't do this. Yep. And in fact, some journos, tech journos, who I won't name, said, beautiful, bring it on. It'll stop all the fake news. It'll stop all this other crap. <laughs> And Quite a lot of people were saying that, okay, now it'll force people to go to these actual sites to read the news. Yeah. So, but, but here's the conundrum, right? It's, 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 like, it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. In my opinion, I think that Facebook and Google, it's a necessary evil, if you can call it that. You can't, if you're online, they're, they're like these, just, these massive, like these Huge figures you can't avoid yep. online, and if you are a news site, and like us, like you, like yep. EFTM TechGuide.com.au, I rely on Facebook clicks. Yeah, the only payment I want from Facebook is the eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. So here's the here's the quandary I have. My initial reaction to this uh, announcement from Facebook was, 
you know what? Good on you for having a very clear stance. Because Google, it was just a whole bunch of Google rubbish. Google was a scare campaign. Whereas Plain Facebook, and simple. Facebook was just like, you know what? So it's, it's This may be scary, yeah. and you may think you, it's about bluffing, but this is our position. Yeah. Full stop. Now, it, you know, fast forward a year, and Facebook no longer allows people to... And let's, let's talk about us as we, I believe, we are news sites. Now, in yeah. the ACCC's eyes... That may not be the case because yeah, there's a whole... too small. No, yeah. so the, I've read the regulations and it's all about editorial policies, da-da-da-da-da, and revenue. Now, I think, um, I don't know your business, but I'm pretty sure your revenue would meet the criteria. And I think that it would only take 10 minutes for me to write editorial policies. In fact, I've done it before in applying for government grants and things. I've got editorial policies if I want them to be published. Yeah. Um, but let's just work on the assumption that we are news sites. Yeah. So in, in a year from now... <clears throat> Rob, Craig, any of our amazing listeners, mm. they see a great review that Stephen's done or a piece of news. Yep. And they copy the address or they click the share button. Click the share button, yeah. And they go to Facebook and they go to share it and it says, no, you can't. Mm. Well, how's that good for us? It's not. That's not good for me at all. Not at all. Not <coughs> at all. Like, you now, know. So that's us. That's me and you, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I can tell you, I get 10% of my traffic from Facebook. Now, uh, maybe more I'll for get, you. I get more than that, yeah. Um, yeah, I do. But... You know, ten percent is what I what I what I get now, and I I think a large portion of my audience don't just go randomly to eftm.com. Mm. I think they wait to see something on Facebook. Yeah, of course, right? I think Cause, cause I think I'll, there is a bunch of people who go there yeah, every day and go, "Oh, you've done nothing today, the lazy bum." <laughs> but but there's but also people this, who who wait for the feed and, yeah, and exactly and the yeah. comment. I've said this to you before, and it's and this is this is reality. Facebook to many people is the internet. That's right. That's their internet. So this is their, it's like when you sit down, six o'clock news, Peter Overton comes on, he gives you the news. Yes, that's right. Facebook is that for people. That's they right. They go on Facebook, what's happening today? They don't go to techguide.com.au, although some do, they go to FTM directly. They don't go to 9.com.au, they don't go to news.com.au, Daily Telegraph. They don't go through 15 different news sites. They'd wait for it to pour into their news. That's right. So, so that's kind of the... the I norm. find it staggering. And the, most of the radio conversations I had this week were along the lines of this. For a start, th- this is hypocrisy from Facebook in one sense because what they're planning to do is rid their site of essentially true news when their site is riddled with fake news which will essentially become dominant. So you're going to have Pete Evans well, you, sprouting his rubbish yeah, without it, any fear or favour. But again, though, again, if if Pete Evans, as a Facebook user, types that his crap in a in a post, that's, that's going to get through. That's right. But but so it's not going to stop that then. No, so, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah, no, this you know. does this does nothing but amplify the conspiracy theory, yep. fake news. An image, there's going to be screenshots of news articles, there's going to be all this shit happen, right? But the bigger problem for me is, here's my fundamental issue. Um, I get what the ACCC is doing. I also understand why the media organisations are struggling um, because of the dominance in an advertising sense of these companies. Remember, these media companies are getting a lot of clicks, but they're not making a lot of money off the clicks, right? Okay. So th- there's a there's a revenue disparity. Just just on that, just while you just while just hold that thought, right? There was an interesting stat in this yes, Facebook thing, two point three, where billion. they said two point three billion clicks from Facebook, uh, from Facebook's newsfeed to Australian news websites, uh, were sent for free. 
Facebook values this volume of clicks for Australian publishers at more than $200 million. So if you wanted yeah. to if you wanted to buy those clicks from Facebook, it would have cost you $200 million. Don't get me started on Facebook and their algorithm because I, I hate with a passion the fact that I can work really hard to build, build up, audience. Yeah, to build up, yeah. 13,000 and something, yeah. no, 15,307 people last time I looked. Yep. And when I post something on Facebook, it goes to 2,000 people. Yeah. That's that's crap. There's 13,000 yeah. people that chose, 15,000 people that chose to like EFTM, but, but they don't get to see the, the content. Do you know why, though? Yeah, because they want you to boost it. They want, it. They want you to pay it. money. That's so right. I pay money. Yeah. I, I, I pay to, to boost my audience, just grow my audience, yeah. and I still can't reach them all. So park that for a minute. Yeah. Okay, so in, in a year from now, I'm on the internet and I'm at, you know, Canberra Times or Sydney Morning Herald and I see a great article. I go, that's very interesting. I think my brother would like to see that and so would my sister. So rather than send it to them directly, I'm going to send, put it on Facebook and they're going to all read it. Yeah. I put it on Facebook and it goes, bah, bah. Yeah. How does the Herald benefit from that blocking? Mm. It doesn't make sense. Mm. So, and, and how does Facebook... Here, my bigger challenge with all this, and I know we're talking around in circles, and I apologise, it's not really formed thoughts because it's it's complex. But yeah. my bigger challenge is, if the Herald don't want they they want money for Facebook having their content, but in most cases the media organisation chooses to share the content yeah, there. They've got to share or buttons. Yeah, their no. audience chooses to share it there purely for the benefit of sharing the content. Okay. Facebook right. doesn't Facebook doesn't ask for that content. No. They just simply it just happens, yeah. just an avenue so, for them. Which well, goes back to your point of here's the, it's just the internet. Here's the thing though. If if it's such an issue like yeah and, and look, I'm a big advocate mate of if I'm going to do a job, I want to get paid for it. Mon- yep, nothing nothing for nothing is my policy, right? If you want me to do to do my job to write for you, do something I would expect payment. So if the news sites, if they're saying, oh, look, yeah, newsrooms are doing it tough and everything, and, and yeah, that's true, but if news sites value their content so much, then put a price on it. Charge people to read it. You go to news.com.au, it's, everything's free. You go to dailytelegraph.com, even when it's shared on Facebook, which still happens, you press on the link, paywall, nothing. You want to read that content, you pay for it. And that that's their model. So of those two, which one's just in under this new model where let's say the the, the agreement is point uh, zero one cents per click, right, or something like that? Mm. Does Facebook have to pay News Limited when someone clicks on a Daily Telegraph article when it's a paywall? What? Why? I know, I know. It's, it's 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 strange. But look, Daily Telegraph think we value our content. We we want people to pay for it. It's good content. We we pay a lot of money for to create it. So we want people to pay money to enjoy it to consume it. And so if, if, that's, if that's the model going forward to get around this, if there are media companies complaining, oh, they're crying poor, then if you back your content, if your content is so good, put a price on it. If you want people, if you want How many payment, do you subscribe to? News sites? Mm. None. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Because, well, can you know why, but mate? Because I, A, worked for those organisations, and B, came, came through when, it, when all of this came online for free. So I'm not going to go back and for something I've been having for free then suddenly going to pay money. Maybe. There might be an occasion where there's some red-hot site that I want to be a member of. Okay, I'll pay a few bucks a month. But when this news is flowing through and they're getting, they're getting the kickback from advertisers from, from my patronage of their website, 
that they they were able to charge. You know, the ABC's website or Channel 9's website has a million hits a month. They can say to advertisers, "We got a million hits a month. It's going to cost you twenty thousand to to advertise." That's that's how TV ratings work. Are they going to charge yeah. you to watch TV? TV yeah. is a free service. You've got all you need is a television. Are they going to suddenly say, well, hang on a minute, Channel Line's going to say, well, if you want to watch us for the next four hours, it's going to cost you 20 bucks. Yeah. You'll go, I'm going to turn it, turn to another channel. Yeah. So this is kind of the, the we're problem, swimming in the same circle here. And your problem is you've got the Daily Mail who just steal content. Yeah. Right? right yeah. And so even if it's behind a paywall, it gets it gets mm. put in front of a paywall, yeah. which makes it hard for those organisations. Here's what so, I reckon we so should do. So there's a bigger issue with the whole thing. I reckon <coughs> that rather than saying, look... If this is gonna if this goes through, this could hurt us. I don't. I I want to be on a list where I don't want any payment from Correct. Facebook. Correct. I want to be I on that list too. I want to volunteer to say, listen, if you're looking at if you're making a list of the because companies in favour of this, the companies against it, the companies who want to just keep it as it is now, I don't want payment. Bring me the clicks, baby. I'm, I'm on there. Yes. Because I want to stand on the shoulders of a giant and get the clicks. Yes. So I liken this to to um the. Remember, remember when all the food delivery apps became popular, and then everyone started noticing that the, there were stories about how they charge places up to thirty percent for the order, and there's a delivery charge. And I remember having this conversation with my mate, good good bloke Pete from Banksmeadow Pizza, great bloke. And I said, I asked him, I said, I asked him about the the delivery service apps, and I said, mate, they take a fair bit out. He goes, yeah, they take up to thirty percent of the thing. And I said, I said, how does how does that work? How do you handle that? He goes, look. I never forget what he said. He goes, I, I, I can't afford not to be on it. Because if I'm not on that app, the people that sitting at home on a lounge are going to click on the next pizza shop yeah. and take, go buy their pizza. Yeah. So something is better than nothing for yeah. me. And, and he's got a lot of volume through the app. So I think that that's kind of the same thing that applies here with this, I want the people to come to my website, whether it's through Facebook, I don't want them to pay me. I just want them to direct people to my website. And I think news sites, most of them you'd find, I haven't heard from many of them this week, most of them you'd find would think, well, well we're okay with how it is right now. Just yeah. leave it. The prob- like- I guess the problem is <clears throat> News Limited and Nine own a lot of the big websites, chunk, right? Yeah, they've got 2GB and all that. Yeah. Uh, you know, nine, nine own nine Pedestrian and yeah. all that. Like, there's City a lot, Herald, yeah. There's a lot that they own. And yeah. so those are the sites that are that are in the radar here because those are the companies that were fighting the government for this. Are they doing it tough, you reckon? <clears throat> Are they doing it tough at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know, I know. There's they a lot could, of changes going on. They could be doing and, better. I think yeah. that's their point. Is okay. given, given how much traffic they've got. So I think the argument from a from a Fairfax or Nine and a news perspective is, mate, we are getting millions of hits, but it's bloody hard to sell it mm. because what's happening is you've got to remember we work in a very niche and exclusive place where we can say to a company. We've got an audience. It's this big. No, I know it's not that big, mm. but it's it's very solid and rusted on. But I, but I, just on that, I mentioned whenever I'm pitching advertisers, I say, look, here's my monthly thing. You know, here's my impressions. I've got yep. this much social media reach yeah. on my two GB. I sell them a package. I don't. I sell them the Facebook. Reach, I understand Twitter, everything. I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, we we can essentially we we essentially charge a, a rate that that creates our business for what it is. Yeah. Uh, what what. What happens in the in the million hit world, you know, is there's a piece of, of display real estate and it gets offered programmatically so that when someone wants to buy, you know, uh, men 30 to, to 45, um, they go, well, there's X number of these on these sites and there's X number of these on Facebook and the click 
and, and view rate is cheaper on Facebook, so we're going to send all our dollars there. Mm. And essentially, Facebook and Google, you know, price media companies out of the advertising market. Mm. Now, because they undercut them in price, like because price it's per, programmatic, they're not. They yeah, don't yeah. set prices, but right? They also, but it's also about that targeting as well. Like you want to target, like I want to target males forty to fifty, and that live in this area. That's the sort of metrics that a site can't offer. Yeah, and but I, Facebook can. Well, they they, they try, can. they do, they, they they work really hard to do it. But I think the issue is that essentially the the the, the volume of revenue is not as high as it might well could have or should have been, mm. and it's a very difficult business adjustment for the media organisations to work under these new situations. My concern is that this feels like an Uber situation, as you mentioned, the food apps. I, I think of it yeah. like the taxis and the Uber. And a lot of editorials yeah. went around, you know, three, year, four years ago saying, you know, innovate or die. And taxi companies were yeah. like, well, we're trying. And the taxi yeah. companies, look at them now. They're all really hard trying to innovate. Yeah. Well, look at one, three cabs. have got apps. Right, and, and all yeah. these things. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just a bit too late, folks. Yeah. You should have spent that money yeah. five years ago. Uber yeah. was in America a year or two before it was here. You should have seen it coming, but you didn't. Bad luck. Yeah. Now, it's like a- still planning for your bushfire protection when the house is on fire. Here's, got to do beforehand. Here's my suggestion. Um, if this goes through mm. and Facebook blocks news, I don't think Facebook dies because of it because I don't no, think people give a rat. Of course not. Same number of people will open Facebook. The same yeah, number of yeah. food and fitness photos will be shared. Yep. Conspiracies will be a problem, but you know Facebook will continue, yep. which means they'll still have 11 million-odd people and they'll still have all the money, right? They'll still be getting the advertising revenue. So you've, you've then, then got this problem with the news site. So my suggestion is that every... News site works together, and that won't happen. So, like, like that's to build a consortium. Or they should like. build, a, a but they're competition. They compete against each other. Why would they want to do that? But that's what's happening yeah. now. Is on like, Google when you go to news.google.com, yeah. you don't see all of News Limited stuff. You don't see all of Nine stuff. You see everything, everything. in one place. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So what they need to do, there's two things that I think will happen, and and one of them it's it's built around personalization and aggregation. Mm. Okay. Now, personalization is something that news sites probably are doing in some part and should be doing more of. I looked at this five years ago at SBS when we were redesigning different things in the, in the web there, mm. where essentially when you go to news.com.au or the Herald, if you and I both go there, it won't look the same. Mm. We've talked about this with Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how we talk about Netflix? Different thumbnails. Different yeah. thumbnails? Yep. The sites should not look the same. Because it should be what you want to see. Like, sport should be right at the top for Stephen Fennick. Yeah, yeah. It should be right down the bottom for Amanda and, Long. And Star Wars. Like yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it should feed you what you want. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's, those sites need to change. As far as I can see, news websites are still acting like newspapers. Yes. Where that's this, a, is, this that's is the, the headline, yeah, well, this is the feature, yeah. this is our front well, page. To Mate, a degree, to a degree, you're though. right. Because I tell you, and I, and I can speak from experience here, if I worked at News Limited for 25 years, and when the internet became a thing, we were so ingrained with our newspaper training that we were a little bit clunky. I, I think the Herald got it, sort of got the vibe better than the news did. We were sort of still thinking like a newspaper, whereas you know, newspaper is here's what we think you should be interested in. In the same as whereas, Peter Overton, here's, yeah, here's yeah, what yeah. we think the lead story but, and the second the, story and the third the story. The internet though is you deciding what you like. What, if a story goes well, you put that to the top and let the and this is why personalization matters, it. right? So what happens is. A website, a computer can go, when Stephen Fennick, or when this IP address, when this computer, 
when it comes to this website, it spends more time on sports stories than anywhere else. It spends more time on tech stories. It spends more time on these kind of political stories. And it learns those things about you. And so when you come back fresh to the page, it doesn't give you what some editor or some yeah. home... Like, there are homepage editors. That's yeah. a job. Yeah, that is, That's yeah. a bullshit <laughs> job, right? Because yeah. it shouldn't exist. Sorry yeah. to any homepage editors listening, but it should not exist because the homepage should, should edit itself, yeah. but dynamically yeah. and personally for every person. Mm. And so the second part of that is aggregation. Those sites should all go, okay, look, we've got the Nine News app. It's awesome. We've got the Herald app. We've got the, the Daily Telegraph app. We've got all these great apps. Yeah. Um, we need one app that is Australian news. And it isn't replaces... That, isn't that it, Apple News trying to do that? Apple but news? That's, no, but... But okay, but Apple News separate story, yeah, and, and, right. and a similar problem where it's it's great aggregation and it's personalization. It's exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, but it no, needs to be do, done by. You tick all the boxes. Say I like this. I like this. It and needs that's to what, be done by the big companies. They need maybe, to go. Yeah. You know what? Together, maybe just maybe but, David could beat Goliath. But there's another side to that, though, mate. And and this is this is an argument between. And again, me heavy newspaper background here. Yep. The newspapers were were the were the news devices that delivered issues, right? Yeah. The issues real newspapers real issue driven vehicles, and you think about how how a website can't really achieve that. Yeah. If 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 we if what you say happens where it's dynamically um, adjusted to you, this really important issue. Won't come through because it's it's it might be to do with politics, might to do with medicine, it might be not something that's not that sexy, you know. But it's important. Like a good example is the Telly years ago did a, a campaign on all the pea plate drivers killed yep. and killed in accidents, yep. right? So they they built all this awareness, and it was a really good campaign. TVs picked it up. Where would that fit in on a website? Like how do you how do you make that an issue on a website? It's tough. It's it's uh, this dynamic. Okay, so I love sport. If if it's me. My website would come up. It'd be sport, entertainment, bit of the technology. It'd be all there. Yeah. That if very important issue would be at the very bottom of the of the page. But that's an so I I agree and understand what you're saying. But I think it's just how you work it and how you play it. I think yeah. that that what needs to happen is um the uh, a sports star needs to be brought into that campaign so that that sits in those maybe, right places. Maybe, but you it's know? just, there's, like, news is a big thing. It's a big beast, this massive machine with a lot of moving parts. And for Facebook just to come out and say, you know what, we're not going to run any of it. What, but what, again, the interpretation, what's news? Is a story about a cat getting stuck up a tree and rescued by a firefighter, really feel-good story that's written by 9.com.au, is that news? Are you well, going to ban that? You know, in, the same, good in story? the same way that, let's be honest, we're not news sites. I would say thirty percent of what I do is is even classed as news, yeah, right? Yeah. Because so so we're about to talk about Samsung stuff. I class all of that as news because yeah. they're not reviews. Exactly. I've yeah. announcements. I've, yeah. I've started differentiating um, uh, every every piece of content in one of two buckets. Yeah. It's either news or reviews. Yep. Same. Just so I yeah. can find it, right? Same. Yep. And and I think that you know it, it's kind of wrong to class a, a you know tv review as anything to do with news but why should exactly so that right. should be shared yeah exactly in yeah. this new world but as you say i'm here waving with yeah, the hand up i'm a, i'm in don't worry about paying me hey, yeah. hey google yeah the same yeah yeah i don't want anything don't want any money i just want the eyeballs and the clicks please if, if you yeah. want to send all the people to me yeah because if you know they, what? If channel 9 don't want them i'll take them you know <laughs> It's a it's a bugbear of mine the way SEO, and we talked about this the other week SEO and stuff is, is such a manipulated thing. Yeah. When Stephen and I 
let's say Apple iPhone or all Samsung Galaxy or whatever. Yeah. You've got the phone, you review it, and you publish a review, and you search for it on Google. It, every friggin' American website, plus then yeah. you know your News Limited and your yeah, Fairfax, Fairfax Herald, stuff, yeah, yeah. they're all way above us because rightly so they get more traffic. There's on an algorithmic sense, they're more reputable. Yep. I get that. I understand. Yep. But our our reviews are sometimes faster. They're like they're they're on yeah. embargo. They're on time. Yep. They're they're as independent, if not more, than many. You know, th- there's a reason they should be higher. So look, if you all want to nick off, I'm <laughs> waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Please take me. <laughs> so I, you know, yeah. I would love to sit down with Google and say, listen, I don't actually support what you're doing in terms of the aggressive kind of stance. Yeah, but, but I'm here for the conversation about what happens next. Yeah. I agree, mate. I, 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 but, I don't want to think... Look, I can see the ACCC's motives here, yeah. uh, but I think... And, and Facebook, they, they in their <laughs> statement, there was there was one good line that... That, that whole statement was actually quite well written. I really I liked so, it, yes. yeah. Um, <coughs> it, it was saying how... I'd it never mis- heard of the bloke before. It misunderstands the dynamics of the internet and yes. will do damage to the very news organisations the government is trying to protect. In other words, they're going to be robbed of readers because of this. This if this action goes through, I think that's that. that that's the best bit of that thing was. Yeah. It doesn't make sense how this benefits the yeah. the media. I actually don't know how this benefits the media. But it all, he also went on to say, if I can just quote this here, he says that the ACCC presumes that Facebook benefits most in its relationship with publishers, when in fact the reverse is true. News represents a fraction of what people see in their news feeds not a significant source of revenue for us. We still recognise that news provides a vitally important role in society and democracy, which is why we offer free tools and training to help media companies reach an audience many times larger than they have previously, which is the the whole idea of this. I think that resonates with you and me because that is 100% how we operate. Like I said, I want to stand on the shoulders of giants and them to help me. That's why I post to social media, Twitter. Twitter would be laughing their guts out right now. Where Twitter going to get not really because the, the the minister hasn't determined that they're big enough to be a right. concern. Okay, because I'm thinking if Facebook and Google are the only ones, they're, they're essentially not making enough money. Twitter isn't. Right. They're not taking enough advertising dollars out of Australia. Right. To, so to be relevant. Right. Okay. You know. Fair enough. So that's kind of anyway, why that, that operates the, that share way. Share the Twitter as well. So look. I don't know. I, I, I asked this on the FTM podcast. I'd be curious to, to people's views. But, I mean, but it was pretty volatile. Some of the reviews, I mentioned them again, the journos that came yeah, they, out, they said, mate, good. They were saying, good. I hope it happens. Who do they write for? Um, they were sort of, they're, they're not, uh, they're more freelance oh, than, okay. than, uh, than Yeah, right, okay. Because I saw a couple of the big sites write big things and it was yeah. very much in favour of, well, the media organisations, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, no, but, they, but their stance wasn't about wasn't a financial thing. Their stance was all about okay, it's going to stop the bull the bull crap. It's going to stop all the fake stuff. Well, it's going to stop all of that. Uh, that was there. You know, people going to have to go to us. I think one of Jono said, "Good, it'll make people go to the news sites and find it out for themselves, rather than relying on other people to share what they're interested in politically." Unfortunately, that's way too old school. 
You know, that, that level of thought process is yeah. just way too old school. Uh, you know, Dan Illick, who is a comedian and, and a content creator, he asked a question on Facebook the other day of his... Bro- you know, brother Mark's a big fan too. Massive fan. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Mark, Mark, for all your support, yeah. mate. You're a good man. He's um, a Qantas pilot, so yes, he's, he's got a bit of time on his hands right now. He be, came uh, to the office and played with the flight sim the other day. really? Yeah. Good luck yeah. to him. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Getting a bit of training in with him. He's, <laughs> he's using the Logitech uh, yoke. Uh, oh, mate, now, you should have got him to write your review, mate. Oh, of the yoke, he's going to help oh, with. Oh, happy yes, days, absolutely. Mate. I should get my brother-in-law to help out. Shout out to Anthony. Dan asked the question, um, where do kids get their news? Yeah. And a few people chimed in, and I said, mate, kids don't care about news. Mm. Like, you know, kids, if it ain't on Snapchat, they don't give a crap. It's not news. Like, <laughs> I said, mate, I don't want to break it to you. Like, he goes, what YouTube channels? I said, mate, you know, unspeakable, Mr. The Beast, Mariah Elizabeth, dude perfect. Yeah. This is what kids are watching. Yeah, they're watching, there ain't no watching, news there, they're right? They're watching toys being unboxed. Nothing to do with news. <laughs> um, Harry asked to watch Behind the News the other day, BTN, <laughs> which is great. You know, they still watch that at school. Yeah. But other than that, mate, nah, there ain't no care. news being consumed. Nah, so hear the news from me. We, we actually... <laughs> We actually need to think about that that kind of process. What is the next ten years of news, and how it evolves for our children to make sure they are actually how getting they, how they can access news, it. yeah, exactly. and not getting yeah. just memes, not getting and not getting just filtered filtered stuff from Facebook that Which, people share. Because here's the thing, which right? is also why personalization is bad. Yeah, your friends on your newsfeed are like are your filters. They're your filters. Yeah. Yeah, but no, not all not all my friends are like minded. They right. share some stuff that I just totally disagree with. I block them, right? Yeah. So like they're, you know, and they're all also, you know, it, it that's what flavors that what they share. It's that they agree with it. They're not going to share something they totally disagree with. If it's something politically that they agree with, they're going to share it. So your view, if you're a Facebook user, your view is colored by their judgment. I'm exhausted. Are you? Yeah, a little bit. Like it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot it's to take in. Well, you, it's a big issue because, like, this is our very lives here. The internet's our life now. Yeah. Yeah. People live; it's their, their their lives on the internet. Facebook is their internet. Google is their internet. I'll give you one last controversial statement. Oh, it hasn't been controversial so far. News dot com today, you yeah should not be owned by News Limited. Really? Yep. And who should own them? So I'll put my hand no, up. No, the, 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 the domain name. Well, that's, so that's let, the thing. Isn't oh it? no, no, I'll give you the history there. 10, 15 years ago, you were not able to register what was called a generic term or a generic word as a .com.au. Mm. It was just not possible. It was not allowed. It was not legal. They were, they were blocked. All these, these words were banned. I'll give you an example. My father-in-law runs a company called Ribbons um, Presentations. He makes right. ribbons, you know, trophies and stuff. Yeah. He couldn't have ribbons.com.au because it wasn't available. It wasn't allowed to be had. Oh. You couldn't buy it. But then in, I'm going to say, 2002... The Australian Domain Name Registry went, Radio, we're going to make all the domain names available. There's going to be an auction. Yeah, So we bid for ribbons. No one else bid. We got it at the normal kind of domain name price. Right. News.com.au was owned by News Limited before that yeah. auction. Well, it's News Limited. So no, they've, no. Got, they've got, a, they've got that, some kind of claim it, to it. It shouldn't matter. Yeah. It, it was a generic term. Uh, I don't know how they got it, but it was. It should. they shouldn't have had it. Uncle Rupert. Right now, well, yeah, I don't want to Uncle allege that, Rupert. but yeah. Right now would be the perfect time for that to be the Australian news website. Well, imagine an aggregation of all the news, but who, but in one you, place. How do you run that? Who runs that, but, mate? 
How do you do that? All these companies chime in, chip in for a few homepage editors. Okay, that'd be like you saying, okay, all car manufacturers, let's just produce one car for the world. No, no. This would be like saying all car manufacturers, you can't have all that real estate. There's going to be one dealership. It's your job to sell people. When they walk in the door... You know, yep. you walk into the door on Parramatta Road, Auto Alley, you walk in the door and you and it's their job to put the... Like fe- a big like shopping mall. That Audi that I've got that's green, you'd put that there because yep. it'd, get, it'd attract an eyeball. Yep. And all you need is an eyeball for the deal, for the sales rep for Audi to go, mate, isn't it amazing? It obviously comes in other colours. Did you want to have a test drive? Yep. Um, yeah, fair that's enough. That's the aggregation concept. I think, but, but I think what news sites want, including us, is the path of least resistance. We want to get our content to our readers. However, we can whether it's directly through Facebook, through Google, and if if I had to funnel my content through this this no, but you don't have to. It's not a, site. It's not no no. You would still have your site and everything. Yeah, yeah. But if people wanted to discuss, so right, if you look at it right now and say that people are discovering stuff through news.google.com, yeah, then I say bring it on. That's great. Mm. I want to be a part of that. Did I want to be fa- part of any funnel, any aggregation. Did it Facebook say that they're going to they're setting up Facebook News? Yeah, they've set that up in America and it's hugely yeah. successful, but they're not we, bringing yeah. it here. Because we also hope to bring Facebook News to Australia, a feature of our, on our platform exclusively for news, where we pay publishers for their content. Yeah. So they're not going to do that now. Huh. Well, it does, wouldn't that solve the problem? No, because the news organ they, they put that at the table when the negotiations were happening for this draft code. Right. And the media companies went, yeah, no, that's not what we want. There's obviously not enough money. Do you think, like, bottom line, right? Fair income department, to yep. quote the famous Chippy. What, what's your gut saying about the ACCC? I, I reckon they're trying for too much here. I think so, yeah. My gut is that they're trying to sort I of... I think it's overreach. I think it's know, government overreach um, because of a very good lobbying campaign yeah. by the media organisations. Um, Do you reckon media organisations are doing look ixnay on the payment uh, like to, to the ACCC? Would there be news organisations listen, ACCC, back off, mate? No. You don't want to... No, because they're all... Like, they are... They are neck deep in this. So, who are the new? Do you could you know the news organisations that are that are in favour of this? Are in favour of the A on the A Triple C side? Pretty or, much any or, of the big all, ones. All of them. Yeah. Right. I think it's just me and you at the moment that aren't. <laughs> well, I think there'd be others. I reckon that realise. Yeah, but that the, I'm, I'm know, talking the big ones. Yeah. And if you, uh, uh, the if ABC you, wouldn't but be. Hang on, if you're a big one, you're a you're a big player. Like, no, why, but they're not why? making as much money as they need and okay, want. Like, how many? I'll quote a movie here. How many yachts do you want a water ski behind? Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's Wall Street. How, like, what? What do they want? They they're want more want, money. They want more. They want a bigger slice of the pie. So they want more. They want Facebook and Google to make less, and they want them to make more. Yes. Okay. That's what they want. Yeah. You've just nailed it. Bottom line. That's a hundred percent the bottom line. Okay. So. And they think that Google and Facebook only make money because of them. I don't understand that. No, that is my, that is what I right. need sold to me. I yeah. need someone to explain to me how they believe that if you call it, let's call it $5 billion for Facebook and $5 billion for Google, right? How is that attributed to news? Oh, mate, Google makes money through well, ad, ad words. But they're also... Placed near and above things. And they have an aggregation news site which sends yeah. traffic to people. Well, Facebook think, makes money through boosting posts and doing stuff that... Media organisations are doing themselves. Yeah, I exactly just, mate, right. I don't see it. I really yeah, don't see it. I don't either. Yeah, I think it's sort of, there's only, so, the pie is only so big and your slice of the pie is what's at, at stake here. Yeah, and the, they the, want the media companies slice. have been put on a diet. Now, if my wife said to me, that chocolate cake there 
You can, you can only have a one centimetre slice in terms of the, the width on the... On you the, go, what? I'll be like, listen, I'm having a quarter of that freaking cake. And you don't tell me what to do. Yeah, and this is like the ACCC <laughs> saying... you've never, ever said that to your wife. This is either. like the ACCC saying, you can have your full quarter, mate. We're going we're gonna to get it for you. Despite yeah. the fact that there's 50 kids in the room who all want their piece of the pie, yeah. I'm still going to get my big piece. It doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, there's more kids at the party now, so my, my slice is not as big. I understand this. Like it's like news is like any other organi- any other industry. Like if you, who's going to regulate the uh, the cafe industry? If you, is your cafe? Oh, hang on, his cafe is closer to the railway station than mine. Why is he making more money than me? Yeah. Or you know, like his restaurants in the better part of the food court, and I'm I'm at the I'm at the back back end. What's the go there? So it, it, like, what? How many factors do you want to? But think about how annoyed people include. get about the the interaction or the interruption of news with uh, advertising content. So uh, I've seen people get the shits with uh, like a, a news story on the 6 o'clock news that, you know, it's about one company or one thing and they go, it's an ad. Yeah. And I can tell you, most of the time, from what I know, they've never paid for the thing. Yeah. They just happen to have a really good relationship with that company and they got they probably got it offered as an exclusive. So they yeah. got the, they're the only people doing the story. Yeah, it's newsworthy. But, it, yeah. but it's not a payment. Yeah. But... If you wanted media organisations to make more money, it would require them to do more content that relates more closely to corporate content. I'll go back to what I said before. If you value your content that much, charge people to read it. Charge them. If the Herald is is complaining to Facebook, oh, we're not going to make as much money, then charge people five bucks a month to read your site. Well, they do anyway, don't they? The Herald's got a certain number of free clicks and then... Charge people money. If you value your content so much and you want to make more money, back your content. Because guess what will happen? If they put a paywall up, their readership will, will halve. So a site now that's free, put it this way, if I, put a, if I charge people a dollar a month to read Tech Guide, I'd lose half my readership. I think you'd lose more. There you go. So if, if, if you back your content that much, if your, your staff is that good, if your content is that great, if your exclusives are that red hot, then back yourself. And, and you, you, you're getting these, the traffic from Facebook. A lot, a lot of people direct it, mate. I get a lot of traffic from Facebook. So it's, it's, it's what, like it's six of one, half of the other. Yes, they want Facebook to make less. They want to make more. So well, Facebook have been sort of doing this for a while, bringing traffic to your website. And <laughs> what's the answer here? I, I'm, it's still so, it's it's just still such a concept that yeah, it's hard hard to get your head around it. Really hard. I can't wait to see what happens next. We've spent a lot of time talking about we it. We have, eh? Geez. And, wow. and I don't think we've we've really addressed, you know solved the, the problem. Or but I but I think everyone will have an opinion. We'd love to hear your views. Jump on the Twitter. Uh, at Stephen Fennig, at Trevor Long, hashtag Ziggy Zaggy, or hit us up on any of our other channels. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. In other news, <laughs> Samsung launched some products. <laughs> they launched, well, we had the Galaxy Fold 2 uh, officially announced earlier this week, and, and I've got to say, mate, I haven't even held this in my hand yet. No. Have you, have you seen it? Yeah. Have you had it in your hand? No, no. I'm a fan already. Yeah. I, I told you this weeks ago. Okay. I'm a fan already. Yeah, I'll take it. The Z Fold 2. Um, looking forward to getting it hopefully soon. Can I admit later. something? What's that? I missed that it was called the Z Fold. Completely missed that. You missed it? What? I missed it. What do you 
mean? I just called it the Galaxy Fold 2. Wow. I missed the Z. In all your stories? Yeah. In the last couple of weeks? Or just this one? Just this, yeah, this this yeah. device. Because last year's wasn't called the Z Fold. No. It's it just called the Fold. Z started with the flip. I know. Yeah. I didn't, I, no, missed it. Missed okay. it completely. Did someone pull you up on that? Or? No. Okay. I just noticed it. I went, ah, oh, that's a bit. <laughs> so did, you, what, did you go back and fix it or just no. left it? Yeah, no, just, fixed, left it. just left it. It's fold two. Good on you, mate. Who uh, gives a rat's about a Z? People will know. I think people know what it is. Absolutely, yeah. But it, here's it, my problem. It's I'll, I'll tell the you Z straight fold. off the bat. I'll Z tell you straight off the bat. Yeah. Um, it's six grams heavier. It's not a problem. Um, <laughs> it's it's thinner, it's thinner, and but, it's, but by but no not means thin enough. It's a, it's like a few millimeters thinner. It's, it's mate. I got to say, the last one. It wasn't too big. Okay. I didn't find it too bulky. You're a strange human being. I didn't find it too bulky. You sat You're in the back pocket. You're a strange human being. You can't put that in your back pocket. You're it a weirdo. It fit in my back pocket. Um, it, it. Oh, look, it, it's going to be a bit thinner, but yeah. that's it. So I, I worry that it's that that alone is not going to solve the problems that I had with it. But it has a massive screen on the front. It has a massive screen inside, and when open, it's only six mil thick. So it's it's like it's very yeah. very good in that sense. So it's ticking a huge number of boxes Mate, for me. But I've got, I've got two I'm, words for you. I'm not I sure like. it's going to be a hip pocket phone. For two me. words, flex mode. I like the fact that they've imitated the Z flip, Z flip. so you can yeah. hold it open at an angle. Hundred percent. That is really smart. Uh, I do like the fact that it's got a bigger screen on the front, so I think now you're probably going to be 50-50. Like with this fold, I was you like... You would rarely use the front of it. Yeah, yeah. I was 20-80. I'd be, I'd be too small to type. 20 was I'd, just really swiping to yeah. answer a call answer or a call, something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to open it up, do stuff. Now with the 6.2, I think, and yeah, I reckon it's probably 50-50. You can still big enough to text, big enough to do stuff on the front. Yep. And then when you want to sit down and do stuff, do more multitasking, it's here. Watch. What a shame we're not flying anywhere. This would be perfect travel companion. It would be. Device. I... I I think that's my biggest problem right now is I, I struggle to need a tablet much, you know, because yeah. that's really when I use a tablet is when I'm travelling. This would be great for, you know, watching content, Netflix, Stan and stuff on yeah. the go. Uh, camera system, still pretty good. Not not quite up to and the... the ca- so the camera system is crazy. There are more cameras, there are more camera locations on this than any other yeah, phone in the history three of the locations, world. Three locations, three. You got it on the front... You got it on the on back. Screen. You got it on the inside. FBI, front, back, and inside. The critically, <laughs> they have they've adapted the software brilliantly. The camera software is, is yeah. probably their masterstroke here. It will work however you want it to. So, like the Z Flip, you can use that flex mode to position a, a timed selfie. You can now use the rear camera, and and use the front screen while the preview, phone is yeah. open to so preview. Someone, so her, someone getting their photo taken can see themselves. That's in the right. Great if you're taking a photo of your child or something. You know, they can, yeah, you know, they can see where yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, it's, good. It's, it's so good because you're using the rear good quality cameras. Well, what about the auto framing? That's pretty cool too. Yeah. It frames on its own. So if you're shooting a video or something, it'll follow you around the room. Or That's pretty cool, depending on what sort of video you're I shooting. I want to see it work. Oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, dual preview is what you mentioned before. But also, uh, I really like the fact that it's uh, got Dex again. Dex is just a yep. genius feature. Uh, the multitasking, again, yep. I like how you can uh, have up to three, I think, at the one time, and then change the arrangement. So say you want you, you need screenshot one. individual ones as opposed yeah, to the whole screen. That is smart. So screenshot, and it doesn't give you just that little square or the whole screen. It gives you each screenshot of that app as if it would be the whole screen. That's right. Very smart. And it's also got that app continuity as well. So if you're doing something on the front, open her up, and it comes, uh, it's already open inside. Yeah. Uh, might I rate this? I, I think it's uh, it's expensive. It's two thousand nine hundred ninety. Same price as last year. So it is, and a thousand dollars cheaper than Huawei's phone. Yeah, well, that's Huawei's weird. phone's four thousand. No one's. No one's How's that seen. going, by the way? It's not going. But I, I did a video review of that that was pretty well received, and there were so many comments from people 
defending why they bought it. <laughs> they were saying, I've had mine for months and haven't had a scratch on it. And all the people replying to it, thinking there was like a bit of a club going on there. But I, I have not seen one in the wild, no. ever. Um, I never saw a fold in the wild either. But that was I've seen uh, a Z flip, um, a mate, you know, Jolly, uh, he has a mate uh, on in up where he lives in the uh, northern part of New South Wales, yeah. who swears by his flip. Wow. Thinks it's the best phone he's ever had. And yeah. I... I have said to Samsung, I put my hand up and said, "Listen, I'll go long term on that puppy. Yeah. I'm a massive the fan Z of flip. the flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. massive five G version now. Five G. Yeah, that's also was got five G. My house, Stephen. Oh, you bludger! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you sent me <laughs> the suburbs, baby. <laughs> uh, you about, eastern suburbs about, snob, you missed out. <laughs> what about the map you sent me? It's literally down the hill from my house. The five G, the bludgers. Thornley gets it before me. Can you believe Actually, it? Actually, Wesley, not Thornley. Wesley, like, sorry, it's not mate. at the office. Uh, oh, so that's how close. It's at your house. It's at the house, not the office. What about that? That's. Uh, but didn't you say you had to go outside to get that really so fast signal? Sitting in, in, in my little man cave at home, I'm getting yeah. like 20, 30 meg. Walk outside, 300. Well, what's like, that's he- what a brick wall does that's to 5G. No good, that's no good deal. Yeah, that's what a brick wall does no, for no. 5G, mate. Well, anyway, well, um, sucked in. I'm glad about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway, so the, the, the flip I, I would I would gladly spend some more time on. Yeah. Um, because I, I genuinely I like believe... Because yeah, you're like, it's a small. Small. Small in this your thing, pocket. Mate, this, I'm still using the Note. It's Me too, yeah. Isn't that funny? We're both way still too using big. It. Yeah. I'm transitioning to other Android devices later this week. It's way too big. Yeah. Anyway, what else are we saying? Uh, well, that was the Fold 2. We should also mention the two new TVs they've launched as well. The Terrace, which oh. uh, the outdoor TV, which ain't cheap, I've got to say. It's bloody, Six it's, grand for the 55-inch. That's, that's solid. Uh, but you 11 remember, grand for 75-inch. It's, it's got IP55, so it's waterproof. You could, you could basically, rain, if, you're, you're, if, you're, if you're spraying the garden, you could accidentally spray the TV. You could TV. hose your TV. Yep. Uh, there's also, it has uh, this anti-glare, a reflect, anti-reflective layer yep. on it. So in the back of the TV... There's a there's a compartment that comes off, which is where you connect all your cords. There's enough space in there for like a Chromecast or an Apple TV. Oh, wow. So like actual space right? in there for a box, and there's an insulated area for the cables to come out. Right. But the mate, I saw I did this on the Today Show this morning. We had there was direct sunlight coming from a, a rising sun, and I'm telling you, it was mind blowing. This TV is three times brighter than your best Samsung. Yeah, wow. So the brightness is crazy. The anti glare is. Unbelievable! Like I legit was blown away by this TV. Wow. I think this is. I reckon it's a really good product for Australians too. Like we're an outdoor, we outdoor culture. We it, live outdoors I mean, a lot, no, entertaining and that. Bottom line, this it's just sad. It's such a high price. It is massive. I mean, yeah, I is that that's because it's 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 expensive because it's they've had to make it waterproof and all yeah, that. They've had is to build a, really a had big to, like it's a heavy bastard mate, too. Can't you just get a normal TV and just put glad wrap on it or something? Yeah, totally. <laughs> you can. I mean, see, this is the thing. For seventy bucks at Kogan, you can get a cover for a TV. So yeah. you can put a TV outside and put a cover over it. Plastic cover. Just like a, yeah, or like a, you know, yeah, like a raincoat. Like a tarp. Kind of yeah. <laughs> um, See-through, of course. No, 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 you just put oh, it on when, when, you're, not it, when you're not using it. When you're not using it. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. So you can put any TV outside, but yeah, will yeah. that TV survive the elements of, you know, it's dust heat. and things? But also heat, they said dust, and also insects. Yeah. Like, if like insects get drawn into, yeah, yeah. you know. They're attracted to light and all that sort of so stuff. So uh, basically, at this point in time, you're better off buying a cheap TV every two years. Yeah, yeah. The weather gets ruined. Than buying this once yeah. every five or six years, right? Yeah. Put a cover on it. No doubt. No yeah, doubt. yeah, right, right. But but if you're undercover, like it's if you're under, if you've got like a patio or area. Like I, I said you know, legitimately like, to Samsung this morning, I said, listen, oh, we're looking to refinance our house and do some do some work, and I, you know, the backyard maybe will be part of that. Yeah. If I if I was spending thirty grand on 
proper landscape, yeah. you know, patio, all that stuff, I'd spend five on a TV yeah, right. to do it well. Because you, if you do it right, you can imagine you've got a beautiful deck, yeah. a lovely big table, you've got some loungy chair things, you might have a pool awesome. over there, and yeah. you've got the TV, yeah. and it's like, well, are we watching the footy? Trev's backyard. The backyard, yeah. I'm coming over, mate. It'll be great. Yeah. So is that part of your refinance, mate? You're going to redo the backyard and all that? I haven't mentioned that to Amanda yet. Okay, well, have you spoken to your bank yet as well? Yeah, she is now. (laughs) 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 You better text her that we're recording. Anyway, while you take that call, I'm going to talk about the Premiere, which is a a short-throw projector, uh, the world's first HDR10 Plus certified projector. It's got 2,800 ANSI lumens. ANSI lumens. That's pretty pretty bright. Triple laser. So this is a real competitor to the Hisense laser TVs, which uh, they've had in market for now all uh, up over a year now. Yep. So this is a short throw projector. So it sits right near the wall, can project either a 120 or 130-inch uh, image. So if you want that real cinematic experience in your home, like look at this room here. I've got a 150-inch screen here. But there's a projector up on the ceiling and there's speakers everywhere. It takes a bit of uh, arrangement. But it, with the Premiere and other short throw projectors, it's meant to be be able to be used in your current living space. Yep. So there's no need to go to the trouble that I've gone to here to get that big screen experience. Yep. Uh, and with 4K quality, it's also got sound built in too. Speakers, it's got acoustic beam surround sound, subwoofer built in too. So I'll be keen to try this one out. Uh, the Premiere TV, no price for that one yet. But the Terrace TV, uh, as you mentioned, uh, $10,999 for the 75-inch, $7,999 for the 65, $5,999 for the 55. The Terrace soundbar is $1,299, so you can get a soundbar. Yeah. And I'm assuming you can only mount this TV. You can't have it on a resting on anything? No, the TV has the, to be mounted. The Terrace mounts, and the soundbar actually mounts to the TV. Wow. It actually kind of hooks. Smart. And it looks, I've got to tell you, it looks beautiful. Looks the nice. yeah, looks yeah, really so nice. great. Yeah. There's pictures on Tech Guide and also on EFTM, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm sure there'll be something at nine now. Oh, there's pictures, ah, yes, at, uh, at yeah, EFTM, EFTM of the launch, go. but yes. uh, there'll be... Uh, pretty good. Yeah, pretty, it's, pretty, look, pretty it's been good. a busy week for Samsung. There's a bunch of home appliances and other stuff. Oh, but, yeah, uh, they've launched fridges. They've launched a new... Uh, washing a, machines. The A42 uh, 5G phone. Mm. They've also got the Tab, uh, the tab A7 oh, as well. Oh, I don't want to prejudge, but I reckon if we in in a month from now said, you know, company of the year, Samsung, oh, they're smashing it. Yeah. No, although, no. although Apple's had a pretty good year sales wise for iPhones, like right, they've done pretty but, well. Yeah. Right, but it's, one, know, but it's Samsung. One, one got, they've, they've got Samsung have yeah, just gone boom, 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 yeah, and as we yeah. said a few weeks ago, yeah, nailed the timing. Yeah, they have on everything. Smashed it. They got unbelievable. We, in the last few weeks, we talked about air purifiers, mm. phones, TVs, sound bars. Now all this stuff. It's uh yeah, it just never ends. I yeah. I've got an interview on my Tech Guide podcast with Gary McGregor next week. Yep. Uh coming up and um I said he said, Hey, you've been busy? I said, Yeah, because you guys keep releasing bloody products as you you never stop. He goes, Yeah, imagine how we feel then. <laughs> so yeah, all good. But and he's only in charge of mobile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, tune in next week. Tech guide, episode four one six. All right. Um we'll uh, we'll all be we'll all be listening for that. Hope so, mate. <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech are sponsored by our good friends at Arlo. Arlo Smart Home Products uh, offer award-winning innovation in their home security. Uh, and we are celebrating Father's Day this weekend. Mate, you got plans for Father's Day? You got anything? Sleeping We've got, got a lunch on here. Really? Lunch, lunch with uh, just, my parents and Joe's parents. So I was told yesterday that um, 
Uh, we weren't going to a cafe or anything because the mum's a bit, you can't. bit nervous about yeah. COVID and yeah. stuff. Um, so we're going to go to their place. And she said, you don't have to come. I went, I'll think about it. <laughs> like little sleepies. Well, anyway, if you're looking for some gifts, uh, here are some products you can put on your, put for your dad, buy for your dad uh, on his wish list. First of one is the Arlo Essential Spotlight Camera, full HD, integrated spotlight, colour night vision, enables you to capture all those clear details day and night and keep a close eye on your home. It's only 229 bucks too, so and a very affordable Great. entry point into yep. the Arlo ecosystem. Uh, or you can add it to your existing system. Well, the other choice, too, uh, is pretty cool as well. These are the Arlo Wired Video Doorbell. So this gives you one-to-one aspect ratio, so you can see someone top-to-toe. Others ring, uh, other, other doorbells, I've just mentioned the name, other brands of doorbells only give you kind of a torso view, which is uh, if, some, if there's something at their feet, you can't see it if there's a package or anything. So you can see your visitors in full and also see your packages if they're left at the front door. And it's got great t- duplex two-way audio, so really clear, simultaneously speaking to visitors. And uh, and 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 when when they ring the doorbell, it's like getting a phone call, so it's very clear. So you can communicate with your delivery man or friends if you're not at home. Two eighty-nine dollars uh, from all major retailers. Arlo, protect and connect what matters most to you. For more information, visit arlo.com. Stephen, while I start talking, can you, can you take my laptop and charge it somewhere? Because I just realised we've decided we're going to go out after this. Okay. And I'm gonna, that's when I'm going to need my laptop when we're doing the planning for our um, big um, big palaver. So it would just be awesome if you could just charge that for me so it's fully charged when we go out. But I th- oh, what a value episode we're giving, by the way, here. Um, because if you don't, if you follow the show regularly, you know we have two kind of ad stop-downs. Normally the first one's about 20 minutes. It's currently an hour in. Um, oh, so no. this is going to be one heck of a shot. But uh, we'll... we'll 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 rattle through the rest because there's a bit going on, but we'll we'll kind of touch on them because they are tech news of the week. The COVID Safe app and the Apple Google Exposure Notification Framework are in the news again because iOS 13.7 was released to the public yesterday. Not in not the beta. Anything. This was a public release. Now, if you go, it actually doesn't tell you anything, say anything, do anything as you download it. But those who look will find that in the settings, there's now a, a, an exposure notification setting. And you can turn that on. And when you go to turn it on, you choose Australia, it says it's not available in Australia. Not available in Australia, I saw that. And you think, why? What the hell's going on there? So, long story short, the Apple Google Exposure Notification Framework is meant to be used either with a government app or just by health authorities themselves. It requires the health authorities to opt in and go, yes, we want it, and you know, program some information like logos and contact numbers so that when people are exposed and notified, they know who to call. Um, the problem is we've already got an app. It's already running. And the Apple Google system essentially creates a different style of contact tracing to that which we have today. And I'll try and simplify it. I had a COVID test again yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I woke up in the morning with a bloody cough and I thought, I'm going to come. I've got a tail line in the morning. I've got Steve and yeah. I, I can't have a day coughing on people. So I'll get the test and I did it. I got the result last night. Negative. Negative. But if I was positive, they would have said to me, who have you seen? Where have you been? I would have written a list and then I would have handed over my data um, from the COVID safe. And then they would have rung everyone I'd told them I'd been with. They would have rung them all and said, you've been exposed to someone who's tested positive. Can you please get tested? Yeah. And that person would have gone, who is it? And they would have said, I'm not allowed to tell you. It doesn't matter because ah. it's private. Yeah, of course. Um, but you have been exposed. You should get tested and you should self-isolate. But it was Trevor Long. <laughs> and you should self-isolate for 14 days. Yeah. Um, if anyone appeared in the app list that wasn't in the list that I gave them manually, they would ring them and tell them the same thing. Yeah. 
the Apple Google system is all about technology doing it. You know, yeah. so the Apple Google system is um, if I test positive, the health department presses a button and it sends a notification out to all the phones that I've been near, and it says you may have been near a close contact, may have been near or a close contact of a positive case. Get tested. Yeah. Doesn't COVID safe do that? Uh, won't they send you a notification? No. You can send it. You can send your data if you've test positive. Eh? You have but, to. You have to do it very so manually the app, with the, them. The COVID safe app doesn't does text not send you, any notification. So you rely on a phone call from. That's correct. Medical. That's why we all put our phone numbers into the yeah, COVID course, safe app. Yeah, of course. Now, if if I was if I was positive and the Apple Google exposure framework had twenty people in it that I hadn't previously mentioned, they all got a message. Yeah. Ten of them went and got tested that second. Ten of them went to their doctor and said, what should I do? Uh, no, five of them went to the doctor and said, what should I do? And the other five went, ah, it's bullshit. What happens Just then? Keep going around here. The health department, New South Wales Health in our situation, have absolutely no idea who those five, five people are. Yeah. They have no idea if those five people are aware. They have no idea if those five people have followed up. These are they the have... five people from the exposure notification on yes. the iPhone. Yeah. They don't know. So you're saying that COVID safe is doing it better? COVID safe is, is a better, is a better, better part of the mechanism. Better system. And and the Apple Better Google process. system is, you know, not it just doesn't fit with the way we do contact tracing here, and we do it pretty pretty well. Yeah. Look at New South Wales. Okay, we have we have little spikes and troughs, but we're keeping it yeah. you know pretty well in track because we can have these conversations. There are people sitting in an office, defence force personnel, let alone New South Wales health workers, asking these yeah. questions of people, allowing the media to to report on where we should and shouldn't go to be tested and all those different things about hotspots. And yeah. if if there's people walking around who got a pop up notification, so my problem is, and I had again the narcs were out last night at me. Um, you know, so they say, people say to me that the Apple system can be tweaked to work like that. Yeah. And I'm like, let's you and me stop talking about this on Twitter. Can we get Apple in yeah. a room... With the government. With yeah. the government app developers, without ministers yeah. who are playing politics, and just get it sorted, yeah. okay? Let's make the COVID safe app work better with better Bluetooth permissions, which Apple can do. Yeah. And let's utilise the exposure notification framework in some way, shape, or form. And I don't know how that is because the problem is the Apple system does not require you to enter any information because Apple's, Apple's all about privacy. privacy. Yeah. So Apple don't but want you to write your phone number into an app, into their yeah. operating system. Yes, because they don't want to expose because your they data. Don't, they yeah. don't want, so there's this, well, there's this you know what? There's a, again, challenge. it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation there. And Apple, you know, they're defending their, their, and their you've stance got a, on a privacy. Good they're on them for that. that. But yeah. in this situation, in a global yeah. pandemic, yeah. can we find it, a way around? It's like when you go to a cafe, you scan in that little barcode, you're handing over information. Yeah. Like if you're if you're a narc saying, no, I don't want to hand over information, then you can't go in. No, that's right. So... What, where where does the and we trust that you're handing stop. over your real information? Yeah, I've told yeah, the story right. about Mum's pub, haven't I? Yeah, like I set up the QR code thing yep. for her. Yep, and she rang me a few nights later, going like, "Is it is it working?" And I went, "Yeah, I can see all the details." I said, "But you need to keep your eye on people, and you need to kind of let them know how serious it is that they yeah. put their correct information." Yes, I said, "Or someone, scan in." And I said, do it, "I said because someone wrote Barnaby Joyce." She goes, "No, he was here." Because he's their local member. I thought someone had taken the mickey. Ah, But no, Barnaby signed in properly, scanned the QR code, did his thing. That's That's his phone number. That's cool. Very cool. I remain remain a massive fan of the Google Apple Exposure Notification Framework concept. Mm. I also remain a fan of COVID Safe. 
And I want the two to work together. Absolutely. Look, and, you know, and I'm calling for that to happen. Yeah, I know. It's, got, it's just one of those It's like one of those bloody news things. This is a campaign. We need a campaign here. Yeah. But see, and you know what? We go back to news for a minute. This we actually need we need a campaign here. We need we need the the general public saying, Hey Apple, hey government, work together instead of just everyone's a narc. Everyone's fighting because their idea is better than COVID safe or yeah. because Apple's better. Like but stop fighting about it. It's all about, about, it. about like, privacy. Click, it's all money, about clickbait yeah. on the internet. Yeah. People being narky about stuff and Apple's, you know, position on privacy as strong and solid as that is there has to be a, a, a compromise well, but it's like you know for apple i think that that's that's kind of a deal breaker privacy it's you've either offer you can either guarantee privacy or not i, I don't think they're willing to cross the line apple like no Even one else the COVID, have the ability to to store that information on a secure chip yeah yeah and it's simple you know what it is it's simple when you turn it on and i did it the other day with an iphone you turn it on and it says australia the next step should be exactly the same as the COVID safe yeah. app Name, number, age group, and postcode, and that information gets stored securely on secure, a chip. Secure element, yeah. And, like your and, fingerprint, like yeah, your, like your that's face right. ID. And then, and only then, yeah. You know what happens? And then maybe the compromise is when you get that notification, the button is, "Are you okay with us sharing yeah. this information with New South Wales Health?" Click yes. yes. Yeah. There you go, mate. I don't I hope know. Apple are listening. I don't. I don't I think anyone listening. is. I hope they're listening. Do you they've tuned out by now? Yeah, Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen All Fenn. right, let's start the speed rounds, okay? Speed round number one, drones. If you want to fly a drone, you need to get it registered. I've seen this article. I've yes. not read it. Please explain yes. what I need to do. So Casa. I've got a drone at home. Yes, you have. Anyway, well, let's start. Drones flown for work. No. No matter what size, Forget all that. need to be registered, of regardless of their type and weight. That, that's Registers o- registration's open at the end of this month, September 30. Do you get a They're not plate? required. No. <laughs> They're not required by till January 28. Well, it's a similar concept. Speed cameras. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it, I think the whole idea behind it is not uh, is to give you know, make p- people accountable for their drone. So, so promote safety, responsibility, flying yeah. drones. A lot of cowboys out there. You know what that. Uh, if you're flying for fun, all drones that weigh more than 250 grams need to be registered. Mavic, you've yep. got, you got till May 2022 to do that. What? Okay. Yeah, so two, you've got another year and a half to do or two years to do it, a uh, year, year and a bit. Uh, and drone, if, if you require also, part of the registration is it requires a description of the drone, so make, model, yep. serial number, weight, and type of drone. Okay. You also need to have a My Casa account, which is very easy to set up. The applicant also needs to be at least 16. Okay, can't be under sixteen. Right. So you'd so for your kids, you'd registered in your name. Yep. Um, also, too, you oh need God, to, let them touch the drone. Yeah. <laughs> you also need uh, a to pass an operator accreditation, which basically is so eight questions. Watch thing. a video, yep. pass a quiz, so you know the rules. Uh, as simple as that. But uh, anyone with a remote pilot's license, uh, aka me, uh, will also not need to get an accreditation because I've already done all that stuff. But I still need to register my drone. Shouldn't you be required to like re-get your license? Like you know, you, I no. think mate, you're old. You're lapsing. Your memory's lapsing. Shut up. No, I don't need to reapply. Years mate. since you did that. It's three. It's coming up to four years ago. I did it. Four years. Twenty sixteen. I got it. So next month, October. No, November it was four years ago. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, four years experience. All right. Well, I'll, um, I'll log get on into in it. May in April twenty twenty two. I'll log in and get my <laughs> get into it. Get yeah. my accreditation. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. 
And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and their Orbi range of Wi-Fi systems are perfect for your home. Um, I've installed the Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at my house and it's uh, successfully connecting 65 devices at a time. Um, only only 65? Yeah, shows up. You don't even try it. Yeah, I know. Shows up as Wi-Fi 6 on the screen when you connect it. Um, works well. Speeds are great and... It has built-in uh, potential protection you can sign up for with uh, with their armor program, so you can actually get alerts for different things. It's 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 a fantastic system, but most importantly, it's built for the future. So that if you've got an Internet of Things based home, um, you've got light bulbs. I mean, last night we set up another device. Uh, Vivi got a little moon um, for a birthday uh, that lights up. It looks amazing, by the way. It looks like the moon. It's amazing. Right. Got it from Kogan. So that's now on our Wi-Fi network. That's another device. What does it need to be on the Wi-Fi network for? Is a speaker. What is it? Alexa, turn on the moon. Oh wow! And the light comes on. That's so it's just like a nightlight for her, and it's it's a, awesome. It's really really awesome. Um, and so all these things are connected, and they create they create traffic on your network, and you want good flowing traffic. If we were still operating uh, with you know the Pacific Highway or the Hume Highway between Sydney and Melbourne, still as a bit of a goat track, it would be an awful thing. This is like upgrading <laughs> to a dual lane carriageway freeway. It'd be awesome. Netgear Wi-Fi six products are available now, and you can check them all out at netgear.com.au. All right, proper speed round stuff. Um, my favourite press conference thus far. These are like the minute reviews. Remember we used to do minute reviews? <laughs> remember when we used to do minute yeah, reviews? Yeah, remember? They, they, were, they were about five were, minutes each. They yeah. were horribly long. Yeah. Um, no, they were good. They were great reviews, mate. Really good quality <laughs> stuff. Um, JBL last night had their, or Harmon, had their IFA. Uh, um, yeah. Virtual press conference. Yep. Now, Aoife, we would normally be Berlin, cry me a river. It's depressing looking at my it's, Facebook memories. It's yeah, all from I've just, Berlin. I've yeah. just not done it. So, yeah. um, eight new products announced in 25 minutes. I had the best time watching this. I right. settled in like I thought I was going to be there till midnight, but it was <laughs> over and done within 25 minutes. Brilliant. Awesome. Two new headphones, the Live Free NC Plus, Noise Cancelling Plus. So, these are fully wireless in-ear uh, headphones, seven-hour battery life, 14 more in the case. Yep. Alexa, Google, um, ambient awareness, talk through, everything you need, four colours, excellent-looking things. And a very similar product because the specs are all the same, um, except they are a different look, are the Reflect Mini noise cancelling. So these are the JBL Reflect products are like for gym junkies, um, fitness gurus, you know, people that are out for a jog or a run. Headphone or earphone? Earphone. Earphone, yep. With the same kind of reflect design, so they've got that actually reflective yeah, material nice. and the hooks in your ear and stuff, so that they're absolutely going to stay solid. Yep. But again, noise cancelling, seven hours battery life. And nice. Like. Um, three new Bluetooth um, speakers and a, and a completely new design for two of them. The JBL Go 3 now has a very different look. Um, uh, it's like a cylinder with rounded edges. looks really, really nice. The Clip 4 um, is now an oval instead of a circle. looks Absolutely, the bomb, and they've re- they put the JBL logo like big time front and center on these things. Like they are, they have clearly gone and done brand research to say people are very proud to have JBL because uh-huh. the logo, mate. Look at the logo on this thing; it's walking like, billboard right out yes. there. And the JBL Extreme Three um, now has a whole range of new features, including bumpers on the end, so that if you drop it. But my favorite are the JBL party speakers. I've had the Party Box 100, 300, and 1000. I've reviewed them. This is now, they've got the 310, which is an upgrade to the 300 with um, with rolling wheels and a, a handle to, to get it around. It's much like we easier to carry to use. our suitcases in. And the airports. one I love, the new one, yes, when we used to travel. Yeah. Um, the smaller JBL Party Box on the go, that's the name of it. It's a little Party Box with a strap, but it comes with a wireless microphone. 
Whoa. So perfect for, for anyone that, that wants a love loves a good karaoke. <laughs> you need to go busking. Absolutely. So all, there's no pricing or availability for Australia yet, but I've no doubt because that's the, all those three product ranges go very well for JBL. So no doubt those nice. will all come here real quick. Uh, and you can check all of them out and photos at EFTM.com. That was longer than a minute, but I'll try to be fast as well. The Sennheiser CX, well, we both reviewed this, the CX400BT. Now, these are your more uh, entry-level, we'll call them, sort of yep. mid, mid-range, mid mid-price uh, earphones. They don't, they're not the the noise-cancelling kind of $500 earphones that, that Sennheiser also offer. There's the, the true, the Momentum True Wireless 2. Speakers. It's actually hard to describe them because you don't want to say they're cheap. They're, they're not a cheap they're product. Quality. They're quality. They're... Yeah. they're, they're they're like a Sennheiser in wireless headphone yeah. for for a well, bigger market. It's got the same driver as the Momentum wireless. And if you can't too. afford five hundred bucks, yeah, this is what they want so you to get. So what they don't have is active noise cancellation. So they've got the same driver as the five hundred dollar Momentum True Wireless Two, uh, but they've got uh, a really nice design. A little bit big when you look at them, thinking yeah, a bit big, but they actually they're quite, the they don't they're seem quite that big. comfortable. Yeah, yeah, they're very comfortable. The charging case is really small too, which I like. But you know, you're getting it's a Sennheiser, so what the sound quality you're getting is actually quite good, even even at this price. I think uh, they really punch above their weight. The, the sound quality you get and the price they're two ninety nine ninety five. But and these are kind of in your AirPods, uh, Galaxy Buds range, and all the other brands that have uh, wire free earphones as well. But uh, what you're getting here though is real, really like the audio quality here is is a standout because you're getting. Uh, just the clear natural sound that they produce, and they don't they don't overcolor your music with with extra bass and try to make your sound music sound artificial. Mm. It, it's really true to the artists what they want yep. you to hear. So bass comes up when it's needed. Like uh, the example I used in mine was uh, "Spiral" by the Crusaders, which is what Christian from Sennheiser he listens yes. to and I thought I, 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 I quite like it. I've been listening to the Crusaders the last few days so the Spiral is a jazz song by the Crusaders and the the amount of instruments you can count that you can hear clearly are amazing but then I switched over to The Plan by Travis Scott which is on the Tenet soundtrack right. heavy heavy bass sound and it just ga- it gave me the bass that the artist wanted it didn't artificially inflate the bass it was there if it, if it was needed. Yeah, right. It didn't just give you bass for the sake of it. Yep. So um, I, I said in my review, I wonder how many artists have listened to their music on different types of headphones, especially the ones that really I'd, over. It'd actually over-color. be a really good chat, wouldn't it? Yeah, like a, a, my, I'm thinking some artists. I said in my review would be horrified at how much bass it pumps into it. I said it's like be like painting a moustache on the Mona Lisa, like be spoiling the whole thing. <laughs> But um, what I like too is you can actually customize the controls on the earphone. So if you want to remap the controls, the touch controls, you can do that within the app. The app also gives you some control over the music. There's a bit of an equalizer. You can it's tweak very the bass, simple control, but it's enough for me. That's all I want. Yeah, but but it doesn't really change the tr- characteristics of the sound. It does sort of tweak it slightly if you if you like prefer more bass to treble. Yep. Uh, there's that um, and. It uh, has the, ha, that small charging case, seven hours of battery life, which is pretty good. Uh, 20 hours when it's in the case. The case itself is actually quite small. Uh, and overall, I think these are very, in this price range, I reckon they're tremendous value. I think you, if you're after really good audio in a solid pair of wire-free earphones for under 300 I reckon these should be at the top of your list. Yep. No, they're a cracking good product. And as you say, bottom line, 
They're at Sennheiser. Totally. That's and what who are celebrating most. their 75th birthday. What about you said you were... <laughs> that was four minutes, man. Come Seriously. on, mate. Four minutes. <laughs> this is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Just an hour and a quarter for you there. If uh, if we've ruined your commute, then sorry. But <laughs> if you're working from home, well, we got you through a bit there extra of the day. Yeah, keep walking around the park. A few more laps yeah, in the park. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll be back again next week with episode 453. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo. Stephen, see you then. Ciao.